1: Hey everybody, welcome back to Fitness Canner Podcast. That was a really creepy intro I just did. (laughs) (laughs) Missy McCain Ball joins us again, and this is her uh, fourth time on the podcast. And um, I highly recommend if you want to know more about Missy McCain Ball, go back to episode 59, which is her original uh, appearance and the most popular by far. Missy, welcome back to the show. I I appreciate you uh, taking the time and... uh, kicking back thanks. it will what looks like a comfy bed
0: <laughs> thanks i'm happy to be back
1: so let, i want to do okay when we we first we first started talking about doing another episode and we've kind of been like on and off and on and off and like you know i know both of our, our schedules are kind of like hit and miss so it's it, it makes it difficult for us to like keep to a regular schedule because we've tried to do that before, yeah. but. Uh, um, but we keep in close enough contact that it's kind of like, hey, let's hop on the line and do this. So, okay, cool. Um, and I asked you, what do you want to chat about? What would be a good topic? What can I help get out there? And uh, you had just gotten back from the Arnold Classic in Columbus, Ohio. Correct. Now, for those of you who don't know what the Arnold Classic is, I'm just I'm on their website, and I'll post it so people can check it out. I'm sure most people have have heard of it. But um, let's see. It's It's called the Arnold Sports Festival and it features more than 18,000 athletes in quotes from 80 nations competing in more than 75 sports and events including IFBB pro league events um in o- men's open bodybuilding uh, men's 212 men's classic physique and i don't know what any of this stuff means men's physique fitness figure bikini women's physique and pro wheelchair and the list kind of goes on and on and on and on. And, um, and then it also has um, over 1,000 booths of the latest in sports equipment, apparel, nutrition supplements, two stages that host unique non nonstop co- competitions and entertainment that combine to make the Arnold fitness expo, the heart of the Arnold sports festival. So, okay. All right. We got that out of the way. So <laughs> I have only been one time and um as everybody knows and, and Missy, you know also that I I don't know much about like the bodybuilding world. So I don't spend a lot of time with it. I think the people who do those kind of things are the 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 mental toughness and the physical toughness they have is out of this world. Um but I tell I, t- I can tell you one thing, like that specific location wasn't targeted like for me. It wasn't my um like bread and butter. I didn't feel that comfortable there. Maybe it's because, maybe because I'm five foot 10, 190 pounds. And those guys are like five foot eight and 460 pounds <laughs> and everybody's giant there. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I just, uh, for, from my perspective, it's cool to go see because it's been around for, it's uh, is that like 30, 30 yes, years? I believe it was yeah. the 30th year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So about, about 30 years and obviously Arnold Schwarzenegger, he, I don't care what part of the fitness industry and in, he's an icon right. and you know if you don't have respect for him then there's something wrong with you but uh so my whole, my whole take on it was you know i i guess to use the term meathead like i
0: <laughs> no listen i i embrace that term use that
1: freely <laughs> I, I don't I, and i'm not i'm not saying like i of course i lift i like to lift heavy weights I like to lift weights that's part of what i do but um i think if a person didn't know about strength training and weightlifting and they go to some place like that. And they're like, Oh, this is where all the meatheads come from. Like they all live in Columbus. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh,
0: which is why I love to go there. It's my people. Like nobody loses their shit when I take chicken out of my purse. Everybody's <laughs> like, Oh yeah, whatever. That's it's it's comes my on. people.
1: Do you have land <laughs> in there also? What other
0: kind of animals are you carrying around? <laughs> I'm mostly just chicken in my purse. Sweet potatoes. Sometimes I, I don't, other animals don't make their way in there for the most part. <laughs> <That's
1: awesome. laughs> um, but you know, there's, you know, people like into taking supplements. There's all sorts of crazy pre and post workout supplements and everything <laughs> in between, and um, every kind of, I, I guess, sport you can possibly imagine in terms of competitive weightlifting, bodybuilding's there, and uh, you know, you've got guys who are who are benching just insane amounts for an insane amount of reps, which is really impressive. Um, I think CrossFit just now made its its, its way in in the past yeah. couple of years, and wheelchair
0: CrossFit was there. It was very cool. Oh, real wheelchair yes.
1: CrossFit. I didn't know we, that was easy.
0: yeah it was yeah I mean we watched uh, there were some amazing athletes there um we there was a man he since he was two both of his legs were amputated when he was two because of a defect
1: he benched five hundred pounds he has no legs
0: no wow. legs and he benched five hundred pounds like it's that amazing seems, that's yeah
1: a, so so obviously you've got a lot of inspirational things there too like that yes um so but since I haven't been since for all, I, I'm just gonna just go ahead and say. A, about nine or 10 years. Mm-hmm. Tell, us, tell us a little bit about um, your experience there. If This is your first year going, which I'm assuming it's not. Um, no. You know, what, 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 what has it been like since you first started going to now? And we can kind of go from there.
0: Okay. I, um, I'm going to try not to sound like a crusty old biddy about this because <laughs> I've tried to decide if it is like my age that had me irritated this year, slightly irritated. I, I mean, you know watching somebody bench 500 pounds with no legs doesn't leave you irritated but other things um if I'm trying to decide if it's my age or if it is really changed so much I think probably because of social media um that left me and I want to be very careful like not to hurt anybody's feelings too because I don't want to come off sounding like some kind of an elitist that isn't okay with other people it's just um okay where do I start um When I first started going to the Arnold probably 10 years ago, at least 10 years ago, I would say. I've gone every single year. I think the only year I missed was um, when I was pregnant with my, or had just had my son. Um, It was, you went there to see the top athletes in bodybuilding. Um, Back then, I'm trying to think, I mean, there were still like boxing and gymnastics. I mean, there's ballroom dancing there. Like Anything you can think of is there. It's crazy chess fencing yeah i mean everything um
1: they have have chess players there
0: did they have chess no i don't think they have chess i I think it's like a physically active sport but i mean no
1: no offense, chess players but
0: right i'm not right we're not trying to (laughs) offend anyone here for sure um but i mean that's what you went to see you went to see the top of the bodybuilding world the top of you know whatever sport or all the sports that you were there to see and um This year, still, those people are there. But one of the issues that I had when I was walking around is the booths often have people working them representing their company, and it's usually people that are popular Kaya Green, um, you know, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger walks around. Just top of the famous people with big names are there working the booths, and you went there to see them, you stood in line for them. Um, This year, there were a lot of booths that had, and again, I'm going to try and not. I, I don't mean this in a negative way. Um, mostly girls, lots of girls that were popular on Instagram, but not necessarily like I don't know what their sport was. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. I'm not saying you have to have a ton of muscle. I'm not saying that at all. Um, but it was more like we were, we were marketing to someone who was cute in their outfit versus yep. what they were doing towards a sport
1: for the the perspective sport right yeah you're you're not there as a representative for overall Ooh, this is tricky to say
0: yes i mean i don't you can be cute in your outfit i mean hands down some of these girls are darling and i don't take that away from them for one single second um but
1: but are but they're in but they're instagram famous famous for
0: what kim kardashian style what we don't know what
1: yeah like they, so like they you see what they I'm might, saying? Like, yeah, they they might work out, but it's only for the Instagram. It's not right. Yeah. <laughs> or
0: I mean, it could be just because they like to do it. But I'm still not sure. I mean, I think in our first podcast when I said to you, like, I don't know what makes me special. I didn't invent weightlifting. I'm just doing it, and it's kind of the same thing. Like, I feel like a lot of these young girls are watching them and they're following them, yeah. and One problem is uh, they're being disillusioned because these girls are probably being born with these great bodies, which again is fine. I'm not taking that away from them. But if you're doing what they're doing and you think that you're going to look like that, it's probably not going to happen. And two, like I started in the gym 20 years ago where I wasn't necessarily welcome there. I mean, the news came and did a story on us because it was unusual that we had four women competing in bodybuilding out of one gym. It just didn't happen. So I feel like this box we've been clawing our way out of, these young girls are now diving into. (laughs) They're diving into this. You just have to look cute in your outfit, and that's all you need to do to at the gym. That's all right. That's okay. I mean, like, yeah. there's girls catching bang cans while Steffi Cohen is deadlifting 545 pounds, and she weighs 125 pounds.
1: What's a bang can? <laughs> <laughs> bang. Oh, what is oh it? Eric, it's
0: 2018. Oh, it's like a pre-workout that's super, super like the in thing now like it's what did i just say that's it i just say the in thing stop it this is a big yeah. old lady oh my god yeah and, you just, yeah. You just, and i have lots of friends <laughs> i have lots of friends on instagram that are bang girls too so again bang girls yes that's okay what are you so, talking let,
1: about it sounds dirty me... this is not this is a pg podcast <laughs> not,
0: i swear just... let me paint a picture in the center yeah, of the arnold picture
1: of a bang girl for me
0: so you yeah <laughs> You've been to the Arnold one time. Do you remember the animal cage at the Arnold? It is a chain link like fence. The
1: whole thing's an animal cage. No, <laughs>
0: well, <laughs> there are monsters it's, a more, it's a more specified one where they go to do their things. Like
1: it's uh, a yes, chain link fence. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: and the, the big guys come in. They deadlift. Okay, so again, this is where Steffi Cohen. She's 125 mm-hmm. pounds. She might have weighed in at 123 that day. She I'm deadlifted 545 pounds. <laughs> So instead of that being center stage of the Arnold, there is a bang, a bang stage, which is paid for by bang, which is a pre-workout, a canned pre-workout and there are lights and there are flames and there are, it was like a rock concert and there's all of the bang girls who are kind of what I'm talking about, like a thin, cute, darling, darling girls, but they aren't really representing a sport of any kind and they're throwing free cans and they're dancing around and again old lady here. I don't care. That's great. You can do that. But I feel like there's a bit of respect owed. Like You have a woman who's 125 pounds and she's deadlifting 545 pounds. I feel like the whole place needs to shut the fuck up and pay attention to that. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah. The bang girls are cute in their outfits and they're throwing you free cans, but this owes some respect. You There's due respect paid to this woman who's doing this right now.
1: So is, this, is it Steffi Cohen? Is that her name? Yes. Okay. So is she associated with that supplement at all? No, not at all. No. Okay. So the, so these she, these the bang girls aren't like standing in front of her like trying to get attention to say hey come check her out.
0: No, not at all. It's a whole no. separate thing. No. No, not at all. Whole separate no. thing. And I just feel like like I said I, I think that you can follow whoever you want on Instagram and on social media and pay attention sure. to their workouts and what they're doing. Um a lot of these girls form is really bad, but they look cute in their gym shark pants. So they're yeah. getting these sponsorships. Um yeah but if you don't know who some of the old school women are who are the ones that fought for your respected place in that gym you're doing a disservice like you need to know who some of these women are Jen Thompson Jen Thompson stepped on a platform in 1999 the first day I walked into a gym she was already doing powerlifting competitions and was probably the only woman there like you should know who she is just
1: saying <laughs> so did you did you see um okay so in my mind there's almost two two different sections of people going through this place then um kind of on the picture you painted so they're are the people who know who the per, the respective people are in the sport of bodybuilding weightlifting uh what, whatever they're going to see there like the actual activities that are taking place and then there are people coming in to to see those people like the bang girls or whoever the instagram famous people but i are, feel like
0: that in this time like everyone just pulled them all together like they're not seeing them oh themselves. really
1: yeah okay so yeah, did, like, did, you, did you see those who was getting more overall attention then in what did you see like people who were the, the people that you were there to see were they getting more attention from the people like you or from the people you know there to see the instagrammers
0: i don't see this is hard for me to disassociate because yeah. people like me like i legitimately see myself as one of the guys so i'm doing what the guys are doing i'm i'm not gonna stand in line for to talk to a girl who looks cute in her Gymshark, you know what I mean? Like, that's just not something that I, that's not something I would do anyway. I'm there to see these athletes do what they've been training their whole lives to do. You know what I mean? so I've never, the only person I've ever stood in line for was Dana Lynn Bailey and it was only because she had just stepped on, off stage and legitimately there was three people in line. And TJ was like, I'm pretty sure this is where she was going to be. And the kids wanted to sit down and we sat there and we got <laughs> to meet her. Um, but again, someone that I respect a ton in this sport, like I don't necessarily have to have somebody who's older than me, who has paved the way. Like that girl has done serious work. Like she's amazing. I think she's amazing. Um, but she, yeah. I think she's amazing because of the work that she's doing, not because of the way that she looks. You know what I mean?
1: Was it like this last year then you, did you go last year?
0: I don't know. I, I mean, maybe, but definitely not this, not like this year. I mean, I really mm-hmm. feel like Instagram has, and I'm picking on Instagram because it's, you know, where I'm at the most, I guess. Um, but has definitely changed the face of it. I mean, if you're super cute and you put fitness in your name on Instagram, you just are fitness because you said so, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. whatever advice you're giving, there's no one to monitor that or to take it down or to say, no, that's not right. Or yeah, you really shouldn't be doing that with that form or that speed or whatever. You just do it. And people watch you and they're like, Oh, I mean, she looks cute in those pants. Maybe I should do that too.
1: Yeah. That's very true. Cause even if like, you, even if somebody who, even if somebody gets on Instagram and does post something like that, like, oh, Hey, you did that squat wrong. Your deadlift's wrong. Or.
0: Well, most of the time. All,
1: yeah, well, yeah, you're a troll or you don't even get, it doesn't even get picked up because there's like a thousand people, you know, saying, Oh my God, you're amazing right after that. Right. And they're not asking questions. Even if you did ask a question, you probably wouldn't get an educated response. Right. Okay. So you see those kind of things. What, what other stuff either that you did like or you you didn't like?
0: Oh, I mean, I, there's tons that I do like there. So I don't mean that to sound okay, like well, let's, let's there was, balance.
1: Let's, let's okay. see something. Like what totally? Just, there are yeah. so
0: many women competing in powerlifting this year. Like, we stood there for hours just watching women competitors. It was amazing. That that's amazing to me. um And because it, it's something I don't compete in, it's not something that I do. um So again, watching Steffi Cohen pick up five hundred and forty-five pounds, I can't even wrap my head around. Like, yeah. it's amazing. um So I, <laughs> falling back into the old bitty, you know, when I competed, bikini wasn't and wasn't part of the NPC. NPC at the bikini in right towards the end of when I was in there. And it was a huge issue for our fig- us figure girls. Like, um, it was a way of them saying, you girls have too much muscle and people don't want to see that and we need to make money. So we're adding in the cute girls. So it's kind of a slap in the face. Um, but I've seen that come full circle now too. Like, I feel like adding in the bikini division has, one, increased the popularity of the sport. It has actually led to girls having more muscle, because if you watch a pro bikini competition, those girls have muscle. Like, so what you started it for, guess what? We did did it anyway. Right. Um, And I think that it lets people have, seeing that they can start in that sport, whereas maybe when I was doing it, they saw it as too far off, that it was too impossible. Like, I can't, there's no way I can build that much muscle. I'll never do that. Where now bikini gives them a stepping stone into figure if that's where they want to go. So I have seen that come full circle for sure. Like at one point I couldn't even talk about bikini. I was so irritated about it. And now like, <laughs> I think that it's a great
1: thing. Yeah. I think it's
0: a good thing. It's a good stepping stone. It's a good, we built, we decided to have muscle anyway,
1: <laughs> even though they tried to stop us. I feel like it's one of those things like that kind of ebb and flows, like with the times, right. It probably have a really high peak and then you get a lot of people in it. Then it kind of dips down because people, maybe some somebody, somebody gives it like a bad rap and then it comes back up because people try to, People that are still in it try to pull it back up and then up and down, up and down, up and down. Right. Um, it would need a bit of
0: money too.
1: Uh, well, okay. <laughs>
0: the yeah. You know what I'm saying? But with the yeah. ebb and flow. Like they needed a source of income and just very, the girls with too much muscle weren't bringing in as many people as they wanted to bring in.
1: Yeah. But yeah, well, that's a whole other podcast topic. And, Correct. Yeah. The, uh, you mentioned the, the whole um, – did uh, you mention powerlifting, like women in powerlifting? Mm-hmm. So look, there's, I did a podcast. It's uh, I just looked it up. It's um, Nate Serrano um, episode 97. I'll have to link to that one too. Um, but uh, he, he's working with Dr. Andy Galpin and uh, they're both muscle researchers uh, more or less. And there's essentially, if you listen to the podcast, he explains how there's basically zero research done on muscle fiber types, and female weightlifters. Like everything's done with, with males because mm-hmm. it's so brand new. So they're doing some of the very first actual scientific research on that, which is really interesting. It's super cool. And so, um, e- so even though there's no research or very little research out there, there's still women being get, getting involved. So and, yeah. and it's what Poly- probably – if if weightlifting i mean weightlifting as we know it is is not that old but i mean how long have women been in weightlifting probably i'm i'm just going to guess 40 years maybe 30 probably. years right
0: yeah,
1: yeah I mean, like, like 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 serious competition competitors
0: right i would say 30 probably, years probably
1: 30 years yeah you're probably yeah. right so we've got a long way to go. I mean, I feel like it can only go up from here. Like you're, I mean, people are still pushing the rock up the hill, you know, you're still pushing against a lot of, uh, it's not a cultural norm people. I think it's much more accepting now than it was 30 years ago. And that's obviously why people are doing it, but you've got people, you know, like yourself and, um, people that you hang around with and everybody else like that, that's in this realm that are telling people it's okay to do this. But then you've got like the, I think men and I'm not look, I'm, I'm a guy and I like, I like humans. Okay. So I'm a human person, not one or the other. I don't, that's not how I operate. But you have some men and I, I talk to them who, who just don't like the look of some females. And Correct. some females, even though they want to participate in weightlifting, they still have that in the back of their mind. It's like, who cares? And so right. I, I'm sure there are guys out there who feel the same way. Like, look, I want to lift weights, but my girlfriend doesn't want me to, to look like this. I understand right. that side of it too. Right. You know, but, um, so I, I think there's a lot of the cu- cultural stuff, obviously that goes, that plays into it, but the scientific research is not there. Um, so there's a lot of room to grow. Right.
0: Right. And that's what I, that was kind of my point is over the last 30 years, I felt like we've been growing. And then at the mm-hmm. Arnold, I felt like we were taking a step backwards. Like if these girls felt like, Ooh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like what, the, what we've been pushing forward, it was taking a step back. Cause, and I don't. I don't want it to sound like it's taking a step back because they're standing in line to talk to a skinny girl. I don't mean it in that sense. I just mean it like we have been pushing our way into this sports festival, which is part of being part of a sport and having the muscle. And now we're taking a step back because you look cute in the pants that you're wearing. I don't, I'm I'm really trying to hurt anybody's feelings because I don't intend it that way at all
1: no, I get it. I totally get it. I, it, it, you're right. It's hard. It's hard to put into words because I, like I, I want
0: the girls to be free thinkers. I don't want them to be what mm-hmm. Gymshark or what bang or what bombshell sportswear is telling them they should be. You know what yeah. I mean? Like one of the major spokesmodels for bombshell sportswear. I watched her the other day, learn how to do a squat for the first time ever in her whole life. Like she is the face of a sports gymwear company and she legitimately had no idea how to squat none, but she is stunning. I mean, she's stunning. I mean, I guess yeah. it's just marketing in general, but again, don't fall for the marketing. Don't be what society's telling you you need to be. Be okay with what your body can do and not what it looks like. Be strong. Yeah. Who cares if you're cute and your bum's your, your pants? I mean, it's a bonus. I'm not yeah, going to say bonus. you're going to be mad about it, but...
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah but there's like a... Well... The, it's a tension. Right. subject. That, <laughs> you're, it is a tension subject, but... <laughs> Because cause you don't want to tell somebody like – if, if a person come, comes in to, to fitness as a whole, weightlifting as a whole, uh, male or female, because of something they've seen on Instagram, awesome. It might take right. them 10 to 20 years to Whatever figure out. Whatever has brought
0: you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It might take them 10 to 20 years to figure out, holy crap, I've been doing everything the wrong way because right. of because of this. But you got there because of that. So if someone comes to the Arnold Classic, you don't know how many people there – and this is exactly kind of to your point. You don't know how many people came there to see those people and then looked around like, holy cow – there's a whole other world to this.
0: Right, right. So yeah, big,
1: big plus and minus. Um, what about, something that I always think is hilarious, because I've, I've done my fair share of, uh, of very basic supplements, like nothing crazy. Like back in, you know, 10, 15 years ago, I, was, I got really into, um, just like everybody else did, the, the pre-workout, what is the NO2 explode? Mm-hmm. And then there was some other pump, something pump. Super pump. Everybody called it a super dump. <laughs> I've, done, go, I've
0: used NO2 explode. I don't know what that other
1: one is. NO explode. Super dump. Within like a 20 minutes, you had to go take a large dump. <laughs> like There was no doubt about it. You were going to the bathroom. Same with NO explode. It was like NO, toilet's going to explode. That was kind – of like, my roommate used to take that, and it was like, all right, we're taking this now. We're going to drive. It takes just 20 minutes to get to the, to the, to the, to the Y. <laughs> we're going to need a plan. I'm taking the top stall <laughs> and I'll meet you back here in 20 minutes. So like the, I mean, I'm sure the the So that's bang now. Business. Okay, that's, ba- so, so that's supplement bang. So the this is a multi billion dollar industry. Yes. And it always blows my mind to see how many um, people get into the supplements supplement business and be successful. I don't even I mean, how do you how do they even compete? It's unreal.
0: I don't know. You just, again, you get a girl who's cute in pants and she sells your stuff for you.
1: Yeah, good. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. right. <laughs> We're Moving on. I mean, it's kind of like having a shitty um, uh, vodka, right? Right. Like There was this... I can't remember what this... Oh, it was like a... Uh, oh, man. What was it? Was it Jack or Jim Beam or somebody had like this honey vanilla bourbon or something that they tried to pass off as good and they had these smoking hot girls walked around and I was like... I, I, so so, I kind of I, I pride myself as kind of going against the grain. So I walked up and I'm like, I'm not taking this because you two are too good looking. Like I don't want to. I'm not. Like I'm, you're selling this garbage because.
0: This is why we're friends.
1: Yeah. I'm not doing like I'm. It might be the best bourbon of all time, but I'm not taking. it. I don't care, right? No, I don't care because you're trying to put it off because you're cute. No, get out. That's so,
0: what I'm saying. Yeah. And what the whole double standard is too, like there is not going to be a single man at a booth at the Arnold who does not have a significant amount of muscle. You don't have, I don't care if you can do 3000 thousand push-ups followed by run 50 miles followed by a 12 hour swim and you're a stick. You're, you're not going to be there. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there's a whole double standard there that doesn't makes me crazy.
1: Well, it- Is that, is that the definition of a double standard or is that like the one place where double standards are like totally off limits? Like they're totally out the door because they, you get, you get both sides of it. Like that's, I feel like that's the one place where you'd walk into and be like, oh, double standards don't exist here because every guy is jacked and good looking and every female is, well, I guess not every female. It's
0: not every, yeah, just, it's just a lot, like I said, just a lot of the girls that are in. Some of the booths or like even have their own booth. Again, it's social media driven. I really do think it is. Some of it's marketing for sure, but marketing through social media. It's just changed yeah. the skew of things. I mean, it's, it's opened up things too. Like I don't, a lot of these girls who are stepping on stage wouldn't have been known before, but now they sure. have pages and people follow them because they can. So, I mean, it's definitely given some of the figure girls or the powerlifting girls names that they wouldn't have had before because nobody was following them before. But, mm. um like I said, my whole point of all of this is that I just don't want the younger girls. You know, it's like you're in the third grade and you want to be a professional football player. Well, you watch Lawrence Taylor, then you don't watch the kid in the fifth grade. You know what I mean? Like you don't associate (laughs) with somebody who's pretty close to you because it makes you feel better about who you are. You need to strive to be the person that is so light years ahead of you that it's this biggest goal that you're fighting for your whole life.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Hmm.
0: Like are you know, watching that, her because she's cute and it makes you feel more comfortable about who you are or like you can like whoever you want there. Maybe they're super inspirational and they're saying all these great things every day. I just want to make sure they're not jumping back into a box we've been clawing our way out of.
1: Yeah. You're setting yourself back in. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, again, those, those same people who, who are following, um, those Instagram, whatever, whatever social media, I keep, keep beating down Instagram. I know
0: I, I'm not beating it down. I don't mean it as yeah. a negative. I'm just, Me either. it's the reality but, of it.
1: But, but th- those people who are making the living off of that and, uh, you know, good for you. I mean, you're, you're doing right. yourself. It's fantastic. But yeah, there, there's no thought process of, uh, what am I doing to, of course, those, I feel like those people who are doing that, they, they're, they probably were never in a situation where they had to claw their way out of anything. Like an an eating disorder or maybe maybe I'm full of shit. Maybe, I don't know, maybe maybe (laughs) a bunch of them are, maybe a bunch (laughs) of them are, but I, I just have a feeling that a lot of people maybe aren't, uh, aren't, weren't in that boat. And now they, you know, they, they made a name and they're just like, they're, they're, they're not bringing as much value to the table as they could be given the industry that they're in. And then in right. the situation, especially in like the global ep- the, the epidemic, not global epidemic, but the the epidemic of just obesity that were in the 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 whole realm of being unhealthy and unfit and being afraid of the weight room and all these things that you and I have talked about and that I've talked to other people on the podcast about for so long. They are in such a unique position and just to try to sell boom or whatever pants you were talking about or whatever <laughs> the other stuff that I'm apparently so, not. You, can about. you up to
0: speed. I know.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to be up to speed with that stuff. I feel like it's just like I'd have to dedicate so much more time to it.
0: It's true. It's very true. Listen, I don't coffee I'm, again, old school, old lady here. Coffee is my pre-workout. I
1: mean, That's you can't, it. You know what I had today. So th- we're going to get off the topic a little bit, but I, so I'm, I'm doing this whole like a uh, different fasting protocol and, um, so I'm not taking anything, into the, not even coffee when I'm fasting, just going straight water. And so I get to my point today. It was like an hour before my workout, and I'm trying to have a little bit of protein an uh, hour before my workout. So I throw my protein in with my coffee, and I shake that sucker up. And it was like
0: heaven. Yeah, every day of my life. Where you been? Oh, I put
1: protein well, in my coffee every day. Every day. I'm, I, I, do, I used to do it post-workout, but oh now I'm gosh. taking my protein in pre-workout along with my coffee. And I usually have coffee, like as soon as I wake up at 4.30, I'm like, bam, I have coffee. But now I I don't do it until like nine o'clock and it's, I'm not scratching myself, but I have to put my coffee out of sight because I'm just like, I'm I'm so angry. (laughs) I feel that on a spiritual
0: level. I don't even know why you do that to yourself. (laughs) That hurts my soul to hear you talk about it.
1: (laughs) So it's almost like a test of will though, like can I do yeah, I can oh do it. It's like God. put myself to like a mental You can, but why do you want to? I don't want to do <laughs> what I'm doing right now. I am trying I'm almost talking myself out of it, but it's like somebody called a government, that's torture.
0: We could use that for torture. <laughs> put coffee in front of somebody take it away for yes. 14 hours. Just kidding.
1: Jerk. <laughs> Oh, but okay. So, um, going back down, who, who are some of the people, uh, did you get to see Arnold first of all? Cause I know. He's um, I didn't kinda... see him.
0: I didn't see him this year. I've seen him the last, at least three years, but not this really? year. I didn't see him. No.
1: Did you, did you ever get to meet him or is he just in and out so fast? Just
0: like, he just kind of walks through, like we passed him in the crowd one day and then one year and then another year he was like out where the CrossFitters were and was just like talking and doing presentation, but never like meet him face to face. No.
1: Yeah. I wonder what, how he feels about CrossFit. I wonder what his thoughts are.
0: I don't know. He would have to don't be very, He wouldn't give you an honest answer. He'd probably have to be very diplomatic about it.
1: Yeah, you're right. Because I don't. I don't think. Uh, obviously, they have so many freaking people there that I wonder how much it is to even to to set up a shop there to set up a booth. I, I mean, don't know. do you have any idea? I don't either. No. I know I have friends that that went there this past year and set up a booth for. I don't know. It was a supplement or something, and I just don't wonder what that's like. Because I mean, at a certain point. 30 years in, you've got so many athletes and so many people just banging down the door and CrossFit being at like this, this big teeter-top position mm-hmm. um, with so, I mean, I don't know how many followers they have across the world, but it's massive. Right. So would they come to the table and they offer, Hey, I want a, I want a whole section here for 10, 10 grand. I don't know what the number would be. Would you say No.
0: Well, yeah, and I mean, I don't even know if, if you're competing, if it's like a game. I don't know if they have to pay for that, like as an organization. I don't know. Maybe they do. I don't know. I don't like,
1: know. Does the
0: APL have to pay? I don't know. I never thought about that. I just thought about like booth space. That needs to be paid for, for sure. But I don't know no. if you have to pay. Because, to, I mean, there's kids competing there even. I mean, there's like six-year-olds boxing, and
1: which so, is so impressive. Was, was CrossFit there? They were doing like a miniature competition? Or they just...
0: They're there for sure. I didn't watch any of it. There's like different wings of the convention center. And then, I mean, I don't even know if it, it wouldn't be considered CrossFit. I don't know. It's considered strong man, I guess. Maybe it was like okay. on center stage. Um, but there, I didn't go. It's like in a separate, like okay. the convention center has different wings. It was in a different wing. We didn't go there.
1: What were you saying about kids in boxing?
0: Um, it's, those kids that box are amazing. Yeah. They have the fastest hands you have ever seen, ever. Holy cow crazy oh, there's krav that's, mcgraw there i mean everything is there
1: that's that sport is that sport's nuts. did they have jiu-jitsu there too
0: um yes that Probably. was in a separate room too we went over yeah. there tj's Bay friend Bay. was coaching but we didn't go in it was crazy there crazy crazy yeah
1: boxing is such a wild i don't even know i don't and i don't know much about that sport either but the uh I I mean, I know the talent and the skill and the development that those people go through. Like, it's not something you can just jump right in one day and pick up. It's just, uh, I mean, I I know. That's the only
0: sport I watched growing up. My dad was obsessed with boxing. Oh my gosh. I have, yes. My dad was, that's the only sport he would watch and he watched it constantly. I just sat there and watched boxing over and over all through my childhood every single day of my life.
1: Do you still follow it at all?
0: Um, Not lately, no. I mean, it's kind of once, you know, Don King ruined it, it kind of died out and then it kind of came Mm -hmm. back. We will watch it every once in a while, but not, no, not on a
1: regular basis. What about MMA? Do you watch? Well, my husband kind of did
0: fight? MMA for a long time. So we, that's that's how I met him, actually. But um, In a fight, you were fighting him? He was, I had bought my dad tickets to a fight because my dad loves boxing. <laughs> he was the ref. That was the first time I ever met him. I was his mom's nurse. That was the second time I ever met him. And then I met him a third time. Um, but yeah, so we've, we have lots of friends and bellator and in the ufc i've done iv fluids am i allowed to say that for lots of the fighters we know lots of people in sure yeah (laughs) i'm not gonna say anything (laughs) i'm not gonna give out any names (laughs) i'm not turning you in (laughs) yeah we have lots of mma friends
1: yeah that's awesome i just i guess i every time i I think of uh and and those things are all in a separate section too Mm -hmm. i don't see i just don't think about when i think about the arnold classic i don't think about those kind of things
0: yeah, they're all off, the, not in that main room.
1: Yeah, that'd, that'd be kind of cool. Maybe I should get myself back and, you know, check those kind of things out. I think that'd be really interesting. It so is, I've always there's had, tons of
0: cool stuff fencing, wheelchair yeah. fencing.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah.
1: Huh. Do they have sports like basketball there too or no? No. No? Okay. I didn't know if they had like court sports, football sports, stuff like that. Ball no, sports. there's no. none
0: of the, No team sports. I mean, I guess when mm-hmm. you're on a team, but really just like, Individual, you know, things, jiu-jitsu and dancing and fencing and bodybuilding stuff that you're, yeah. by
1: yourself. Yeah. Yeah. They should have tag team jiu-jitsu That'd be interesting. <laughs> what would that, What would that look like? You can yourself like a really awkward position.
0: Somebody else can <laughs> in. tap in. Yeah. Tap, tap in. Tap in. <laughs> no. Tap out.
1: Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever do any uh any jujitsu or i've taken like jujitsu
0: classes but never like competitive now
1: yeah i took um i did it for i guess six months to a year or something it was less than a year for sure um and then it was kind of a combo of my schedule getting too busy because i had to travel to blue ash for that and that's when i lived um closer to to downtown but traveled to blue ash and i so i i I had a perfect spot where it was like an whatever 20 minutes to blue ash. I train for the classes of 50 minutes or an hour. I think no hour and 15 minutes is what it was hour and 15 minutes. And then I could eat lunch and then come home and I'd be good to go. And then it was a, but it was a combo of like my training schedule kind of getting on top of that. And then, um, I had kind of a crappy training partner one day and ultimately ended up with, uh, a minor back injury that I had to baby for so long that I kind of just like, all right, I'm going to stop for a little while. Then my training schedule got even heavier. And then I just kind of booked appointments over it. And then I ended up stopping. Unfortunately. So yeah. what's in
0: blue? Did
1: you go to Sun of Siam? No. Sun of Siam is that's in, um, that's not by me is actually. It? That's, that's in Kentucky. Yes. Uh, it oh, was, no. um, Gracie, uh, Gracie jujitsu. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, my daughter's a wrestler. My daughter wrestles too. Oh, Nice. Yeah. That's
1: something I wish I would have gotten into in high school or earlier even.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she's been wrestling since she was – actually, technically since she was four. With Donovan, my son was wrestling. We couldn't keep her off the mat at the age of four, and the coaches let her wrestle. I couldn't find shoes small enough. So then that <laughs> when she was five, I was allowed to actually sign her up. And now Harrison has an all-girls team now in Harrison. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's like 50 girls. Dang. Yeah. On a team? Yep. Yeah. My husband used to help coach it. Yes. Yep.
1: Are they, are they pretty solid?
0: Yeah. I mean, some of the girls are national level. Yeah.
1: Oh, geez. What about the, what about the, what about the guys?
0: Uh, The guys are really good too. We, but I mean, like when my daughter started, they were all just on one team together. like the boys and the girls, she wrestled boys. They still, the girls still do tournaments where they'll wrestle the boys, but um, like all of our, all the girls practices and they do a lot of all girls tournaments too. Um, Actually, I walked in one day to pick my daughter from practice, and the coach, who he is amazing, he had the girls doing sit ups and they were counting. and He was like, Count louder. And they're counting. He was like, <laughs> Louder. You sound like a bunch of boys. And I'm like, Oh my God. I've been waiting 40 years for someone to say that. I love that's you. Awesome. So
1: <laughs> that's really funny. Oh, <laughs> man. Um, that's cool, though. Very cool. Well, cool, Missy. Um, well, I think we could wrap it up. I just wanted to get your take on. On the whole, uh, the whole Arnold Classic, and like you know, because you kind of said it a little bit, a little bit got under your skin. But I and I see like I see the complexity of it, and I yeah I know how you know I know how much you respect the sport of weightlifting and the idea of weightlifting, especially uh, women getting into it. And so do I, because I think it's you know such a new thing. and We have to get more people involved in it, especially um, on on the women's side. Uh, and I think it takes it's going to take organizations like that. Um, and I think maybe I should have said this earlier, but I don't want to like spark up a whole new topic of conversation right now, but, um, it's going to take people a while to go through, um, to go through those kind of events and realize that maybe some, maybe that's, maybe certain people aren't cut out and aren't qualified to be in those positions. You know, yeah. it might be a big surge right now, but, um, just like anything else, I think it takes time for people to get weeded out and maybe, yeah. maybe some, and I'm not saying like, look again, if they're bringing people to the sport, bringing, bringing people to weightlifting, it's awesome. But, right. uh, you know, we just we gotta need, make sure we
0: aren't taking any steps backwards.
1: Yeah, it, that's a <laughs> hundred. That's exactly right. Right. Yeah, we probably could have summed the whole thing up just like that and ended it
0: <laughs> I'm just excited that I didn't sound like a big crusty bitch through this whole thing. Like I kept my shit together. I mean, no. Not all of it. <laughs> because I really don't mean it that way. I just had <laughs> to be careful about, you know, how you say things. No, well
1: you're passionate about it. You're passionate I about it. I am very it's most, yes, it's done, that it's done is. so much for you. You've it's done so much for you. You've seen what it can do for people. So, you know, you should you should have a voice and you have a voice in it. I mean that's that's all there is to it.
0: Yes. And there's I'm nothing
1: wrong passionate. with it. And there's nothing wrong with uh, what you're doing. There's nothing wrong with what uh, what I'm doing and, and what everybody else is doing. As long I think as long as we come into it with the intention that um, we didn't start this thing, it's going to be here long after we're gone. So the things that we have to put into now, like that stuff matters.
0: Right.
1: You know, and 100%. if you're on, and if honestly, if you're not, if you're not doing something uh, to better the situation, then get out.
0: Right. Go somewhere <laughs> I, else.
1: I said it not messy, so you can <laughs> beat me up for it. totally fine. But that's how I feel. I think people who listen to this podcast and have listened to you before and follow you on uh, Instagram and everything else, they know how we feel. Yeah. You know, it's no surprise. I think the people that are listening to this podcast probably also feel the same way. So yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean I one day I'm a story on Instagram, I was like, just And I was like, you know what? And another thing. You need to know who this person is and this person is. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. My husband's like, listen, 50 unfollows. I can hear him clicking right now. I like, I so don't what? care.
1: Yes. Yeah, forget it. <laughs> right. I
0: don't care. You need to know. There is due respect that needs to be paid.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah, I completely agree. But, hey, Missy, uh, if people want to learn more about you and who you are and what you do, where's the best place to get a hold of you?
0: Um, Instagram. I, it's I changed my name. It's Missy McCain underscore fitness now.
1: That's right. had to be
0: a grown up about it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you got sucked in. You got well, sucked in. It adult. was our.
0: It was yeah. I had to be a grown. I hashtag adulting at some point. If I'm not going to shower, <laughs> I need to have a real name. I guess.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's overrated, right? It's overrated. Stop brushing your teeth too. Eat pop tarts all day. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well cool well, well missy I, I appreciate the time again and um i hope people do get a hold of you and thanks for sharing some knowledge And we'll talk to you soon
0: all right thank you thanks for listening don't forget to rate review and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts if you'd like to suggest a topic or be a part of the show get in touch with eric on any social media platform at eric feigl or email fcp at dot make sure to check back every tuesday and thursday for more fitness candor